This podcast is brought to you by MonthlyChallenge.fit. It's like Weight Watchers better help and the biggest loser had a baby. Check it out, MonthlyChallenge.fit. Today on episode number 263 of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, we're talking a little Google Fit. Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, where we take a no-nonsense approach to weight loss. We left our excuses in the past and we've forgiven ourselves for abusing the gift that is our bodies. From this point forward, our health is more important. We will stay focused. We will stay determined. We will sacrifice now knowing that it's not going to be easy so that we can live a better tomorrow. We understand that weight loss is a marathon, not a sprint. It's about making lifestyle changes and that the only person who can stop you is you. You know where you are now, and you know where you want to be. The new you begins today. Let's go. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it thin. I want to try it thin, but I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to do the diet thin. More till you like thin. I want smaller thighs thin. But I realize I guess I'll have to exercise. Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Jackson, from the schoolofpodcasting.com. If you're new to the show, I am uh, not a doctor. I'm not a uh, lawyer. I'm not a trainer. Just a dude or a dudette, a person, if you will, like you, trying to lose weight. And uh, I've had a couple really good weeks. This was not one of them. Start of the week at uh, 218, end of the week at 220. That is not a good week. And part of it is, um, here's a novel idea. It's the food. It is the food. I found out that if you track your food at the end of the day after you've already eaten it, kind of pointless to go, oh, look, I ate uh, 300 calories more than I should have. Oh, look, I was shooting for 1,800. I ate uh, 2,200. Yeah, so that's my lesson learned for the day. And, um, you know, I've... It's kind of weird sometimes when you don't have a lot of control over your life and you can always find an excuse to eat poorly. I know this week I will be going uh, out of state again to do training for two days. And I've kind of convinced myself, you know, that I need to drink some sort of caffeinated beverage on the way there. And this week I'm not. I'm just going to say, you know what? How about getting some sleep? How about just getting out of the car and walking around if you get tired? Because it's amazing that, did you know that, you know, how uh, McDonald's loves to to kind of stout, uh, state that, uh, you know, the, the Egg McMuffin is somewhat of a healthy breakfast. I mean, you get dairy, you get protein in the ham, you know, eggs have protein, and it's only 300 calories. And I go, you know what? Okay. Now, Forget the hash browns. We know hash browns are just, uh, it's this grease-soaked mesh thing. But, of course, now you can get a large Coke. A large Coke at McDonald's is 32 ounces, by the way. And it's over 300 calories. So if you wash down your Egg McMuffin with a large Coke, forget about it. You've doubled your calories. It's amazing how they do that. And uh, so... It's just one of those where I can see where I'm going to have ample opportunity if I want to take the easy way out to eat a bunch of crap. 
Uh, I have dug out my old, um, like a cooler, and I'm going to buy some um, ice packs. And I just plan on taking some sort of healthy food with me to eat dinner once I get to the hotel, as opposed to hitting the Burger King on the Ohio Turnpike. You know, just plan ahead. And then, um, you know, get up early, use the gym while I'm there. Just do it. Sounds, don't you hate that saying? Just do it. But sometimes you just got to do it. And if you can do it in the morning, they can't take it away from you. That's the beauty of it. And uh, so today I was kind of trolling the internet to see uh, what we're going to talk about this week. And I don't have an Android phone. In fact, many of you are probably like, yeah, Dave, all you talk about is stuff on the, the iPhone. I don't have an iPhone. In fact, they actually, it's interesting. I believe they sell more Android phones than they do iPhones. But yet, thanks to the Apple marketing machine, you hear a lot more about iPhones. And so I had never heard of Google Fit. Had you? Well, Google Fit is Google's answer to the Apple's health app. Now, for the record, I hate the Apple health app. I don't get it. I don't understand it. It uses um, the Google um, Fit uses sensors built into your device to automatically track activities like walking, biking, and running. You can also use it to keep track of your fitness goals, like how how uh, active you want to be, and your weight loss progress over the past day, week, and month. The Google Fit app is available as a free download in the Play Store. It also comes preloaded on Android Wear watches. That's like the new thing now, which is hilarious that we're all getting into watches. With no, I don't know about you. Uh, most of the time, if I want to know what time it is, I look at my phone. I don't look at my watch. And uh, you can also get the app via Google's website. It's, uh, from what I understand, again, I'm, I'm reading this from an article in CNET because, again, I don't have an Android phone. It's pretty simple to set up. After you've downloaded the app on your mobile device, you must agree to Google's terms of service, of course. You hit next, and you grant Google access to um, the activity information and the location history. The location data lets you see your progress throughout the day and the location of where you exercise. For example, um, it might say something like, I took 2,598 steps around 8.48 in the morning while walking in New York. And then to uh, set it up on the website, you go to the Google Fit site, which is just fit.google.com, and you agree to the company's terms. And you can go in and you can set goals, which is basically the goal is one hour of activity each day. And for the record, I have found that if I'm active, if I just walk, you know, 30 minutes here, 15 minutes here, and 15 minutes there, my typical lunch hour, my couple breaks, I hit my 10,000-step goal. Um, Now, that goal might be too much or too little, depending on your fitness level, and that can be customized. Uh, there's a menu button, and uh, you can go into your settings and set your daily goals. And um, now that you basically have set up your account and you set up your daily goals, it, you can make things a little more personal if you want. You can go into the settings, you can scroll down, and you'll see an area to enter your height and weight. Uh, you'll actually find more options to switch between different measurements. So if you're across the pond, you don't want to measure things in pounds. And not everyone enjoys exercising with their phone. So this does allow you to go in and add an activity to your Google Fit account. There is no calorie tracking at this point. 
Um, and then you can view your data from the, the past week, the past day, the past month on the Google Fit app or on the Google website. And um, on the main page in the mobile app, you can basically see it as a graph. And it does connect with third-party apps. So if I wanted to, um, things like, I've never heard of Strava, S-T-R-A-V-A, uh, Y things. So if you have like a Y things uh, scale, uh, Runtastic, Runkeeper, Noom Coach. I've never heard of Noom Coach. Those all uh, sync with Google Fit. So does Lose It. I just saw that on the internet. And uh, Google's partner apps have not been enabled to enable Google Fit integration, although the feature is, of course, coming soon. Now, if you're uh, if you're not enjoying Google Fit and you're not really crazy about Google knowing so much about you, which it is kind of interesting how we keep giving more and more of our personality and our information. So now Google's going to know you know, how much you weigh and how much you exercise and where you're at, uh, you can go into the app and say, delete my history. And this will delete all of your Google Fit data. It may also prevent some of your uh, connected apps from working properly if you have things uh, connected. Now, I do kind of snicker at that because if you don't think Google has a backup of that somewhere, wow. But um, if if you're an app person, you know, you can go in and um, this is another tool, just like the Android app, that will track how active you are. And it's interesting. I, I would try it just to see you think you're active. And this is where you find out later that, wow, I was only, I walked around for 22 minutes. I had eight, I had 24 hours in a day and I walked around for 24 minutes. That's where you really go, wow, I had no idea. Got to play something for you. This is hilarious. This is over at Tracy Anderson. Dot com, who apparently is a big um, streaming, he's a fitness guy. When he trains, uh, I'm sorry, I'm saying he, when Tracy trains her clients, she makes them sweat. Her studios are kept at 86 degrees. Um, and we talked last week about how streaming is the big deal now. You can forget DVDs, you can actually get your stuff. And so I went over to investigate this. And listen to what happens when I click play on a video about fitness classes. You ready for this? Here we go. Brace yourself for the boldest flavor ever to hit your mouth. Yeah. Beer. Yeah. Cheese. Of course. Beer cheese. Yes. Jalapenos, bacon, pork, more bacon. The daring new Applebee's handhelds menu. With free refills of fries. Of course there's free refills of fries. Raise a glass and lower the tab. And raise your weight. And stay for late night half price apps. Of oh. course, half price apps. Because it, it only, it, it doesn't have any calories if it's an appetizer. At Applebee's. Give me a break. In our morning round. Give me a break. Ugh. Since we're talking a little Google Fit, I thought I would uh, go over and, uh, like I said, I used to use Lose It, the app. Um, for many years, nothing wrong with it. I just switched to my fitness pal. And now that my fitness pal is owned by armor wear or whatever that one, uh, fitness company. Um, Oh, I can't see it at this point. I always do this because it shows it when you start the app and now the app is running. 
But um, lose it, it, it's interesting here because um, the, the question is, when will I see a step bonus from Google Fit? Because this is one of the things you can see. It says, well, lose it automatically assumes you'll be burning a certain number of calories each day just by living your normal life. And if you ex- now listen to what they consider a normal life. And if you exceed that calorie burn as measured through your device's step tracker, you'll be credited with a calorie bonus. For Google Fit, your bonus will post to your log after reaching, want to guess? Go ahead, I'll wait. How many steps? Yeah, 7,500 steps. And this is where I think most people kid themselves. Uh, 7,500 steps ensures you've burned your normal day's calorie burn. Here are the activities we automatically assume you'll burn. So this is where Lose It thinks you are. A, it thinks you're sleeping eight hours. I don't know about you. I, I, you could put a gun in my head and I won't sleep eight hours. I don't know why that is. Um, they expect you to spend an hour dressing and showering. Hope so. Uh, they expect you to spend an hour eating. Uh, an hour cooking. That's the one that I'm like, hmm, don't know if that's happening. Um, sitting, you know, office work. Um, selling produce. Tending shop. So basically working, I guess, whatever you're doing, eight hours. Uh, drive car to and from work an hour. General household work. Like vacuuming and dusting. Right. Who dusts anymore? Uh, an hour, light leisure activities like watching TV and chatting, three hours. Okay. It says, after the steps tracker reports to your app that you've burned more than your BMR and the activity factor, lose it, knows the extra calories your tracker reports are exercise, and we add those calories to your login um, in the form of a calorie bonus. So when you do more than that, you will see it as a bonus in uh, and lose it. And I just think that most people don't do that. Maybe we do. You know, if you got kids, if you got young kids, uh, that will basically, you know, get you a lot of activity. But I just thought that was interesting because I'm like, I'm pretty sure most of us aren't spending an hour cooking. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe that. Maybe that's just me. I know I don't spend an hour cooking. I wish it did. I've said this before that so many of us think we don't have time to cook. So what do we do? We, we drive to the restaurant. We, uh, so there's, I don't know, 10 minutes, 15. We then wait to get seated. We then wait for the waitress or waiter to show up. Then we wait for them to come back. Have you ever noticed this? That if you if they say, are you ready to order? And you go, actually, we need just a couple minutes. A couple minutes to the average waiter or waitress is about 10. Because my wife, I love my wife, but man, you, you give her choices and she will examine every single one before she makes a choice. And she'll be like, no, just give me a couple minutes. And I'm like, oh, we're not going to see them till probably next week now. And the other thing I want to point out, since we're kind of speaking about restaurants, but the, the bottom line is, Uh, You do have time to cook because by the time you drive to the restaurant, wait, 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 eat, wait, wait, pay the bill, drive home, you probably could have saved time and thus had time to exercise if you actually cooked at home and did a little planning. I know, easier said than done, but that's the truth. 
And the other thing I thought was interesting, uh, my, my, um, my wife is trying something. She's trying to eat less portions. And so it's a really interesting discovery. And this is great if you want to save money. Uh, my wife has been asking to see the kids' menu. Like we'll go into Bob Evans, and she'll go, can I have the kids' menu, please? And they kind of look at her weird because uh, we have no kids uh, that would need the kids' menu. My youngest is 18. And, uh, you know, he's about 6'2". Not really your typical applicant to be reading from the kids' menu, although he does love chicken fingers. And uh, here's the interesting thing. At least at the restaurants we've been at, you would think a kid's menu would have smaller portions because it's a smaller person. And I am here to tell you, with almost 100% accuracy, absolutely false. Uh, at least at Bob Evans, she got, I think it was turkey and mashed potatoes. And I had gotten a chicken breast and mashed potatoes and like green beans. And her portions were absolutely the same size, except her meal was three bucks and mine was, I think, uh, 12. So if you want to save some money, uh, take a crack at the kids menu because you're not going to go hungry. And I think that's, again, I think that's why some of our kids, and we just start off on the wrong foot. Now, we did have one restaurant look at us and go, why do you need a kid's menu? And uh, they weren't happy because uh, I think they figured out that uh, you can get your meal half price for pretty much the same amount of food. I thought that was really interesting. And it does make me flash back. When I was growing up, in the seventies, like late seventies, uh, I remember. I remember a time when there was no Big Mac. All right, maybe I don't, because the Big Mac was introduced in nineteen sixty-seven. Uh, but I, I swear I remember when that came out. But I was like, "There's no way," because I remember two. Ah, uh, nationwide, nineteen sixty-eight. So I was three. I doubt that I remember. I remember a whole lot of stuff. Um. Maybe they, they advertised it. The name was popularized in 1974. And um, interesting. But I remember when I would go to McDonald's and you could get a hamburger and fries and a Coke. And there was no medium. There was no large. There was no super size. That was it. And you could get a cheeseburger if you wanted to. And we kind of all, you know, and a milkshake. And I remember when either the first time I saw a Big Mac or something, and I remember thinking someday, someday I might be big enough to actually eat a Big Mac. And now you buy one, you get one free. It's amazing that, um, you know, a Big Mac has uh, 550 calories, according to Wikipedia. And, you know, we're a typical McDonald's hamburger. Let me see what. Yeah, a uh, a regular McDonald's hamburger has 240 calories. Now, what's interesting, the Big Mac, remember when Big Mac was like the big 530 calories. So we're looking at double the calories. And here's what's hilarious. Now there's the, you know, there's the quarter pounder. 
I remember when the oh quarter pounder is big. Um, now you have the double quarter pounder. Um, I'm sorry, quarter pounder 520. But they've now come out with these hamburgers that dwarf the Big Mac, right? The Steakhouse Sirloin Third Pound Burger, 730 calories. My daily goal is 1,800 calories. You know, oh, let's go with the Bacon Cheese Sirloin Third Pound Burger, 810 calories. And not to be outdone, um, the... Lettuce and tomato. Well, hey, it has to be healthy. It has lettuce and tomato, 750 calories. A double quarter pounder, 740 calories. This is insane. Things are just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And we wonder why, you know, why is it that we're getting big? It's it's amazing. Uh, let me go down and let's look at their beverages for a second. Now, Coca-Cola um, is 140 calories. Now, it doesn't say um, what size that is. Now, of course, they have all their McCafe, but, yeah, that's interesting. If I click here on Learn More and Customize, uh, let's see. I, like I said, what I was looking at earlier said a... Um, because they're they're running ads now for Coca Cola on uh, McDonald's commercials because it just it just tastes so good. Yeah, two hundred eighty calories. And here's again, other thing that I think is so. Oh, here it is: seventy six grams, seventy six grams of sugar in a large Coke at McDonald's. And does it, yeah, 30 fluid ounces. So how many tablespoons in 76 grams? So the next time you're in the kitchen, get out the sugar and get out a tablespoon, not a teaspoon, a tablespoon. And measure out six tablespoons of sugar. And that is 75 grams. Amazing. And we're drinking multiples of those. And throw on top of it five grams of salt. We got to quit eating crap. We really do. I was talking to uh, a friend of mine this week. And uh, somebody he worked with just up and died. Just up and died. At the ripe old age of, what do you consider a ripe old age? Like for me, if you make it to 80, okay. You know, 80 is still kind of young. I'm thinking once you hit 90, you're you're definitely on the back nine. You're waiting to die. Although there was a dude at Memorial Day, a World War II veteran that was 97, sharp as a tack, you know, walked with a cane, but I'll take it. I'll take 97 with a cane versus death. But my friend lost a coworker at the age of 64. And he said, yeah, Dave. He goes, you know, I've been telling everybody I know. We need to take better care of ourselves because we can't ignore the fact that we're putting crap in our body. That is my mantra. It's the food. Yeah, exercise is cool. Streaming video DVDs are cool. But like I said, my the big thing I learned this week, it does me no good to put in what I've eaten at the end of the day after it's already in my body. So, um, you know, 
for me, I use uh, MyFitnessPal. It's so easy, especially if you're like me and you eat the same crap every day, more or less. Uh, there's even a tab that says frequently eaten, so it's, it makes it super easy. I've got 1,500 calories left, and I'm going to start eating these things called fruits and vegetables. It kind of drives me nuts because I know that when I do this, um, I lose weight, especially if I actually get you know an hour's worth of activity. It's not it's simple, it's not easy. And because of all the ads that get thrown in our face, because of the fact that, hey, it's on sale. You know, one of the things I have the hardest thing with when I go on the road, hey, guess what? I get a meal allowance. Well, I should definitely, you know, go to Longhorn and get a steak the size of my head and a baked potato with enough butter to float a boat in. And and another helping of, of you know, I, I will eat my daily allowance in one sitting. That's not, you know, oh, but well, doggone it. If my company is going to send me on the road, I'll show them. I'll, I'm going to eat as much as I can. You're not, you're not hurting your company. $40 is not going to kill your company. But that $40 worth of food, it's killing you. It's the logics of it. And... Sometimes when we're emotional, we don't make the best decisions. And um, we got to be careful with that stuff. 64. And he died. Like that. Like no warning, just massive heart attack. Boom, you're gone. Amazing. So I think we're going to tune out at this point. Uh, I hope to see you next week. Now, I am going to be gone a big chunk of this week. And the bad news is when I get back home, I am so backed up. And so you, you've probably been, if you're a regular listener, you've seen where the show has been kind of spotty. I, I trust me. I'm doing everything I can. Cause I do like talking to you every week and seeing how you're going. I know I'm kind of bummed that the scale went up, but like I said, I, I've identified why, and it really does come down to just putting your health up the fitness ladder. You can't have five number one priorities. And that's why, for me, I got to start. I got to start uh, doing exercise in the morning. I got to start off the day with a good meal, because it seems to me if I start off on the right track, I continue on the right track. That's that's that whole thing of you know an object in motion tends to stay in motion, and if you can start your day in the right direction, you're probably more than likely going to end in the right direction. So. Don't worry that your past has not been great. You are not your mistakes. You're not defined by your mistakes, and you can't change the past, so there's no real reason freaking out over them, especially when we've got time to turn things around. Now, that time is getting shorter, and that means we got to, again, we got to feel that sense of urgency. we got to start doing the right things, not just talking about it. So thanks so much for listening. If you do find yourself going to Amazon for anything, go out to LogicalLoss.com, and you'll see an Amazon button there in the upper right-hand corner. It doesn't cost you an extra dime, and it does help support the show. And um, I want to thank those people. I I, I don't know. I I can't see what you – or I can't see who um, orders what. I can see at times what you order. 
which is kind of interesting at times to see what people order. But I do deeply appreciate it. I really do. Uh, let me see here real quick. I'm going to say what have people ordered uh, this month? Because this month is pretty much over. Isn't that amazing? When you listen to this, that's right, it's June. Yeah. Um, somebody bought a mandolin? Really? You can buy a mandolin at Amazon? Oh, it's a easy slice mandolin. I'm not quite sure what this is. You can slice vegetables and fruit into uniform thickness. Well, that's kind of cool. Is there a video to go with this? Wait, what does this do? Yeah, it's a... Uh, there's no video. Oh, okay, I see what you do. It's, um, yeah, it's a slicer. You basically, this is pretty cool. It's uh, 25 bucks, but you basically pull this thing out, um, stick your your fruit or whatever on this, and then you just slide it over this big slicing thing. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And, of course, you can make fries and a julienne's. Well, that's pretty cool. So, uh, you know, here they, they spent 25 bucks and I got a dollar 50 of that. Didn't cost you anything more. I see where somebody bought the skinny songs CD I made 14 cents on that. And, um, somebody got a mechanical pencil and a, uh, some pens probably for graduation, you know, so I've made uh $3 and 67 cents last month. And, um, you know, which is good, except it cost me about 20 bucks to run the website. <laughs> if you want to support the show, just go to logicalloss.com slash support. That's always greatly appreciated. And, um, you know, I'll leave you with, uh, my favorite Jillian Michaels quote, which is why are you choosing failure? Cause when we are eating these stupid things, we are choosing failure, you know, when success is still an option. So thanks so much for tuning in. We'll see you again real soon with another episode of the logical weight loss podcast. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. If you're listening to this on a website, please consider subscribing to us for free in iTunes by going to LogicalLoss.com forward slash iTunes. You can contact me via email by sending an email to Dave at LogicalLoss.com or call in your comments toll free 888-563-3228. You can sign up for our free newsletter and participate in our forums at our website, which is LogicalLoss.com. Our theme music is courtesy of SkinnySongs.com. Thanks again for listening. You know, they say knowledge is power. Knowledge is only power when it's acted upon. You can do this. Live right. Lose weight. Live long. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it thin. I want to try it thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to do diet thin. Won't tell you lies thin. I want smaller thighs thin. But I realize I guess I'll have to exercise. This podcast is part of the Power of Podcasting Network. Find it at powerofpodcasting.com. Changing the world, one download at a time.